Blog Talk Radio. Hi everyone, this is Camille from sunny California, and you're listening to the Coffee Chat with Camille show, which is the podcast series that interviews various guests about real-life topics for people who love to learn. Hi, everybody. Again, welcome to Coffee Tech with Camille Show. It is 7 o'clock in the morning on December 29th in sunny California. Our special guest is... One second, let me... Uh, yeah... I don't know. The studio is being a little unique this morning. <laughs> so, okay. Our special guest today is Alan. Alan Paul. Um, he is an engaging, purpose-driven coach, author, and teacher. Um, Hey, one second. Sorry about that. There we go. Purpose-driven coach, author, and teacher with a passion to help people connect the dots between their values, unique abilities, and the essential tools of creativity. As a musician, he is a creative coach, author, and a podcaster. He strives to help creatives in all walks of life to harness the essential tools to impact the whole world while living in harmony, abundance, and in line with timeless principles. Um, Let's see what else. He will brands and creative platforms written for books and resources. Um, One second. Okay. I apologize, like it's being kind of weird here. All right. Uh, he's built multiple brands and creative platforms, written for books and resources, and run a successful faith-centered creative platform called God and Gigs, while coaching others to do the same with their gifts. He has a um, his website. Um, is God and Gigs 360.mn.co. Okay. And so I think, excuse me, I think our guest is here. So let me let him on into the studio. Hello, Alan. Hello, how are you? How wonderful. Thank you for joining me in the studio today. Great to be here. Great to uh, connect with you and uh, looking forward to a great conversation. Yes, indeed. I'm going to go ahead and start. Um, The first question is why Christian creatives should, oh, wait, is it the, one moment, sorry about that. Yeah, okay. Why Why should Christian creatives not be limited to creating Christian content? Uh, great question, and this is something that I often uh, deal with, where people who, well-meaning people who believe that, you know, if you are 
working in a church, if you believe in God, that everything you should do should be all about him. And that's, of course, if you are a believer and, you know, God is everything to you, you might think that, well, that's a great way to think of life because, hey, you know, if you believe in something, it should be all you're about. But as uh, you could probably guess, everyone in the world has the same problems. We all have the same issues. And we can't limit ourselves. If you are a doctor, you can't say, well, you know, I love God, but I'm only going to treat people who love God. And if you're a plumber, you can't say, you know what, I'm only going to work on sinks where people in the in the house uh, love the same things that I love and do the same things that I do. And so it's kind of like this simple uh, artificial limit that we don't put on anybody else in any other profession. And so that's the mm-hmm. first thing I always tell people is that it's kind of like it's a very basic thing. Like, you know, if you are a professional in any, any, any realm, you should be able to perform and work in any area. And the second thing for Christian creators specifically is that we are actually called to work and to show God's glory, as it were, in everything we do. And so for us to simply limit our creativity to one facet of our lives, which might be our faith, but not uh, express it anywhere else, actually limits God and limits our ability to bless others, to help others, to show others our gifts, our creativity, uh, whether it's music, art, dance, film, whatever, performing art. Those are all things that we can help other people in every part of the world. And, and God clearly calls us if in that faith to do that, to show our faith and to show our talents and to give our talents to anyone and everywhere. And we have that right and that really a responsibility. So that's the first two things I tell anybody when they kind of come up with that artificial standard that we shouldn't be able to share gifts and talents outside of a religious or a Christian aspect. Well, that's wonderful um, advice, actually. And then how, um, I think it's how to get unstuck from, uh, uh, how to become unstuck from creating or writer's block. Yes, yes. I love this topic. I wrote a, a, a small uh, e-book free on Amazon called Break Through the Block. And it's five quick steps to renew your inspiration. And so if you're working in any field, uh, creative, creative, or maybe even just, you know, when you're stuck at a, at a job and you, you've got a project or something that you just cannot get over the hump, like your brain just turns off, your inspiration turns off, it's so important to say to yourself uh, some of these five steps that I give in this little book, like I said, which is free on Amazon, Break Through the Block. And uh, the first step I love is the very, very first one, because whenever you get stuck on something, the first thing that happens is we think of, oh, gosh, what if I can't think of an idea? You know, like when you lose your keys and the very first thing you just, like panic and realize you think you're never going to drive again. And, you, and, you know, your mind goes to all the worst situations and possibilities yeah. and you're going to be late for work. And you're going to get fired and your, your mind goes to the spiral. Right. And so yeah. one of the things I always tell people in creatives uh, alike is, hey, as soon as you start to do that spiral, when you start to feel like inspiration has left you, change the words around. Instead of saying, what if this is, what if this never changes? What if I'm stuck? What if, change it to so what if. Add the word so at the beginning. Because what that does is it reminds you that there are other alternatives other than the ones that your mind is inventing for you. So what if you don't, you know, get to work on time? Well, you know what? You'll get to work 30 minutes later. So what if you don't have an idea today? You'll have an idea tomorrow. So what if uh, the book isn't, isn't perfect? So what if the song doesn't come out today? You, lim- you, you, you eliminate that fear factor that your brain creates. And as creators, we can create our own realities. We can create fear or we can create 
possibility and faith. And so the first thing I tell people is to change that up. And then the second thing real quick would be is to celebrate your small wins. So maybe you only wrote one sentence. Maybe you only wrote one word. <laughs> maybe, you know, you just only got like one humming thing out, whether you hum on your, your, your iPhone if you're, a, if you're a musician or if you're a dancer. Maybe you just took a walk just to get yourself reconnected with nature. You got to celebrate those small wins as if you just won a Grammy or you just won, you know, a, 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 a major award because it's reminding your brain once again, reminding you, hey, I enjoy this. This is something I like to do. This is something that brings me joy. And even if it doesn't become the most productive day, it is still the most fulfilling thing that I do. So that's two steps out of those five steps that I really would advocate for anybody that's feeling stuck to get out of the what if, go to the what ifs, and celebrate small wins. Okay, excellent. And then what are key strategies for building a brand or creative platform? Uh, I love this because I've done this over and over again, and I wish every time I did this it was easy, <laughs> but the steps don't change. And so the first thing about knowing how to, like, build your brand, and that word brand is, like, so, you know, everyone's like, oh, you know, are you, are you, are you trying to become, like, the next Oprah? Is your brand going to be the next Amazon? And I think okay. all a brand really is these days is just telling people around you who you are, what you offer, and how you represent or how you do what you do. That's it. It's very simple. So if you, in your show right here, if your show is all about sharing your thoughts, sharing with other people what you do, uh, why you are interested in people, why you're interested in these conversations, you've created this coffee chat. Now, obviously, you're interested in coffee, right? So, you know what I mean? So <laughs> these people are just parts of your brand that when other people say them, say, wait, I'm, I like that too. Wait. I, I, I agree with that. I have affinity with that. So the first thing is you have to take inventory. I call this inventory. Take inventory of the things that make you, you. Take inventory of the things that make your brand, your brand. What differentiates you? What makes you special? And one thing I always say, and I borrowed this from a couple of other great mentors, ask other people, what do I do well? What is it special about mm-hmm. me? I email that I sent out to 10 different people, and I said, what's my superpower? You know that a lot of people sent me stuff that I didn't even realize that were parts of my brand now, things like family, things like you always break things down, you always make things very simple, you try to be very personable. I didn't think about those things. People told me those things about my brand, and then I incorporated them every single time I sent out a message. I would make sure to say the things that other people say that I say, right? So I think yes. the first part about it is to really look at, hey, not just do I think I operate this way, do I, I have these kind of tendencies and traits that make me special, that make whatever I share important to people and makes it that they care about it. I also ask other people. And then the second thing would be really quick is not to focus on logo, not to focus on, you know, oh, what are the colors of my website, how many Instagram posts am I going to share, all that stuff that mm-hmm. a lot of people get stuck in. Get started by serving other people. I say three things for everyone that's doing any kind of brand, any kind of business. Three S's. Share, solve, and serve. Share, solve, and serve. Okay, so you got to solve a problem every day. Oh, and I, and I mixed up one. Actually, there's another S, so it's a smile. So I, I put share and serve together. So you want to make someone <laughs> smile. I like the smile one because smile means connect with someone emotionally. 
Every day, connect with yeah. someone emotionally. Make someone smile or make them think or make them in some way, shape, or form. Second one, always look to share what you're doing. And that means, yes, you got to go on social media. Yes, you got to do that stuff. And maybe it just means sending a text to somebody or just talking to them in your local um, arena, your, your arts department, wherever it is, your, your school, just sharing what you're doing and not being afraid of that. And the last one is to solve a problem or to serve someone. Those two go together. Solve and serve someone. Find out what their problem is. Find out what they're missing. If, it's, if they need a laugh, find a way to make them laugh. If they need encouragement, find a way to encourage them. But meet them where they are. Serve their needs and solve their problem right there. Those three keys is what builds a community around your brand. If you have a community, now you have people following you for the right reasons. Not because you're flashy, not because you have the best email, uh, uh, emails or the best website. It's because you are connecting with people. So those are the two key phrases. I always want to make sure there are three key phrases that everybody needs to do when starting a brand or business or something like that in a creative enterprise. All right, excellent. And then why um, should musicians and cre- why do, I guess, musicians and creatives need to treat their art like a business? Mm. Oh, this is so hard for a lot of us. Well, I'll say almost all of us, I think. I think a yes. lot of us, if you're in the creative space, even right now, what you're sharing, if you say, hey, I'd love to do this, but as soon as I start to make money for with it, or even more importantly, I think the phrase we say to ourselves is, I- I'm not a business person. I don't, I don't put on a suit and tie. I don't read graphs. I don't do spreadsheets, right? So we think this dividing line between art and business means if I love something, as soon as I turn it into a business, I'm not going to love it because I don't love that other stuff. I don't love, you know, the whole selling and all that stuff. It makes me feel icky. So the first thing I want to remind people is that you treating your art or your creativity life like a business is actually going to benefit your creativity. This is the crazy thing. A lot of people think as soon as I start thinking of these other things, making money, sales, all this stuff, that suddenly my art mind turns off. But it actually makes your art and your creativity better because it focuses you. If you have mm-hmm. a song, and not only do you need to write the song, sing the song, play the song, you also need to think of who is going to listen to the song. And this forces you to think, hey, not only do I want to make a great song, but I want to make sure a lot of people hear the great song. And so it tells you, hey, I don't just need to make something amazing. I also want to think through what's my plan for marketing. And then you go back and say, wait, this doesn't make my song worse. My song might be great, but that actually makes my song better. Because now I'm thinking through, hey, if I change this word here, if I do this, or if I, if I go ahead and share it with these people or say this, this is what the song is all about. So I get even more intentional about making the song or the art or whatever it is. So the first thing I want to remind people is that making your art like a business reminds you that there's a greater purpose for your art than just you. It's about sharing. It's about connecting it. And the business of it allows you to make the, and I've heard people say it like this, a phrase, money makes the mission possible. That comes from my mentor, someone that I'm following. So the money and the business side makes the art even more possible. It helps you to build the very thing that you're passionate about. And then the second thing I would say to people that, you know, art, say, oh, art and business, you know, that makes me scary. It's just, hey, start from the most simple thing. It doesn't have to be, again, you do not have to become a CEO overnight. Just think through, like, the things I just talked about. Who who do you want to see or hear this? And what's the plan for 30 days or 60 days? And then start building a slow, steady infrastructure. 
Yes, you need an email list, but start with a very basic free email list. Yes, you're going to need a website, but maybe you need to start with something simple, a very simple website. Do you need something to sell stuff? Well, there's, there's so many digital tools that allow you to sell things, Patreon, and there's a Buy Me a Coffee link where people can just donate, Bandcamp for musicians, and then other simple things where you can actually start monetizing PayPal, Cash App, things where you can simply ask for money right off the top without making all this stuff and make it simple. So I have these three ideas. Uh, this, this, this guy, actually, I'm about to do a web, uh, not a website. I'm about to do a challenge on this or a webinar on this on uh, how to get income from your first idea within 21 days. And uh, mm-hmm. I share these three ideas. Come up with your idea, right? And then simply find mm-hmm. out who wants that idea, ask them how much they would buy, how much they would charge for it, and then sell it to them. That's it. Three things. Get an idea. Wow. Ask people how much, they would, how, much they, how much do you think this is worth? And if they say, hey, I think this is worth $5, sell it to them for $5. Boom, done. That's, 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 it's like we, 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 we make the business side so complicated that we forget that's yes. really all it is. It's a transaction of value. I have something of value. Do you want this about thing of value? Is it valuable to you? Well, here it is. Here's how you buy it. That's business, period. And artists just have to get used to that being part of the process and not be scared of it so that they can actually make money doing what they love. Excuse me, that was so outstanding, and I just really want to thank you for um, all this pragmatic advice. It's really just um, pretty much electrified my thought process here, because I am a solid creative myself. I I am a fine artist and an author, and quite I work quite a bit in the creative field, and so. just with the the four points that you've made, well, it's more than that, but um, th- by using the four questions and answering those, um, a lot has stood out already. <laughs> wow, so, I'm so glad. Yes, yeah, so I am very thankful that I um, said, yeah, sure, come on, because I, I, I never say no to any guest. They're always welcome to come. And oh. so um, I was so thankful when you had reached out to me. And I, if, if you don't mind, I just was curious about your, uh, you said you're a musician. And I had on um, Asher Love. Asher. Yes, I did. I, I could hear that episode. I love that one. He's such an incredible performer and, and uh, just a great story. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. So you were already familiar with him. And then what, do you play keyboard? Is that what it is? That's- Yes, I am actually a pianist, a jazz, uh, trained in jazz, but I play all styles. Uh, I tell people all the time my phrase is half keyboard, will travel. And uh, yep, I have been playing for over 30 something years as a professional. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's outstanding. Um, I want to thank you so much for being my guest again. And I welcome you back here anytime, Alan. Um, it was simply a pleasure. And I'm going to actually say, oh wait, I have a question. What is oh, your yeah. favorite, your favorite coffee or hot beverage? Oh gosh, I knew this was coming, and I was looking for it. <laughs> I literally, I literally, before I got on the call, I grabbed my yes. coffee. Um, it yes. is definitely coffee. I um, I am actually going to do a little shout out here because it's it's it's, it's so cool that I'm, I'm actually recording my parents' home in here in Pensacola. Uh, usually, okay. I, lo- I live in Miami. I live in Miami, Florida, but um, I'm up here visiting. 
And my mom uh, just brought in some Just Jones Java. So I am drinking Just Jones Java, which is a special, a special blend from an author who created a book. And someone in the book makes coffee, and so he created a coffee blend based on the character. It is just amazing oh, marketing. Yes, right? So I, I, I am drinking Just Joe's Java from a book written by Andy Andrews, where I guess coffee is part of this. So trust me, it's a great cup of coffee, and it's also just a marketing <laughs> tip to everybody out there. It's like, hey, if there's a way you can put your book and your creative thing and make a product out of it, do it. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing that too. And um okay, thank you, thank you. All right. So, I will hopefully uh I'll definitely keep in touch um cuz I did subscribe to your channel and everything. Um but uh I just um appreciate you and um thank you so much again for taking the time to to be here with me. Oh, it's, and it's my share and share your wisdom with the audience. Oh, thank you. And I just real quick, I was I noticed that at very at the very you were reading that super long website that I I, I didn't know why that popped up as a link. Um, just let them know they can just go to GodandGigs.com. That long one is not necessary. They just go to GodandGigs.com okay. or find the God and Gigs show on my podcast. That's the easiest way to find me. And I was like thinking, oh my gosh, why did that link okay. so okay? Yeah, just like, yeah. Everybody goes to okay. GodandGigs.com or yeah, or the God and Gigs show. <laughs> we don't remember all those okay. Okay, I'll be sure to um, to edit that really quickly. Um, all right, for sure. Thank you. Godandgigs.com, I got it. All right, bye for now, Alan. God bless you. God bless you, Camille. Take care. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Excuse me, everybody. I have my, my throat's a little bit dry. Apologize for that. Um, but... That is the end of our episode today with the wonderful Alan Paul. Please read over. Um, actually, please go to his website. He just gave it. It's godandgigs.com. And as I just promised him, I'm going to be sure to uh, put in the shorter link. Um, okay. And um, thank you all for listening. Thank you, listeners. And come back again. I have another guest today at 1 o'clock. Her name is Sarah Humphreys. Sarah Humphreys is a very young, uh, she published her book, her first book, I believe, um, in her early teens. So she's a teen author. Okay, so she'll be on later on today at 1 o'clock. And um, again, thank you, Alan Paul. You're magnificent. Just incredible advice he gave. I'm going to actually re-listen to the episode um, so that I can make sure that I write down those great tips um, that he was giving. So, um, again, that was Alan Paul. This is Coffee Chat with Camille. And I hope you all have a lovely rest of the week. We're almost there at the new year, huh? Countdown is starting to begin. Bye for now, everyone. Thank you for listening. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to BreezeLine, where you'll get a Cyber Monday deal on lightning fast internet to shop quickly and securely this holiday season. Get 500 megabits internet for $39.99 per month and a $100 Visa prepaid reward card when you order online, just in time for the holidays. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way to keep cyber threats out and shopping safe. Wrap up this deal and stay secure all year long. Terms and conditions apply. Offer ends November 30th. Learn more at BreezeLine.com.